We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It is April 19th. It's 2021. And we have six baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Uh, we are presented by superdraft.com. If you haven't checked them out, head on over there. Give them a look. Use promo code Grinders for a $50 instant deposit alongside with a 50% deposit match bonus up to 500 bucks. It is good value. Um, so make sure you guys are checking them out. Uh, love what they're doing over there on Superdraft. Again, you're not worried about salary caps. You're not worried about all that stuff. You can play your favorite plays, look for some value with some multipliers, and get those guys in your lineup. So I'm joined today by Christy Metzer. You guys might know her as Creighton12. What's happening, Christy? Hey, good to see you, Stevie. It's been a while since we've done the morning grind and uh, looking forward to catching up with you and going through the slate for tomorrow. Nice little six game slate for, for Monday. Yeah, I'm sorry you have to come on for this slate um, because <laughs> it's it's pretty trash. Um, so but it's going to be rainy in Florida for the next couple of days. So like I'm definitely going to be digging in to this slate because, yeah, 
there's nothing else to do when it's rainy in Florida, that's for sure. So <laughs> uh, let's get into this one. We're going to start with um, San Francisco at Philly. It's an eight and a half total. It's a pick em game. It's Gaussman against Chase Anderson. Do you have any interest here in Gaussman? You know, I do. Um, you know, if you kind of look at his 2020 numbers, you know, he's, um, you know, he could kind of be considered an ace. You know, last season, his strikeout rate was 32%. Um, you know, he has good control, you know, aside from Cincinnati kind of getting to him, he hasn't been hit too hard in, in the first couple of games that he has. So, um, I know he's not a favorite here, but I, I do have interest in Gaussman. Yeah. This game being a pick game is a little scary. Um, but overall, I think he's definitely one of the better options that we have on the slate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's more if he's like 6,600 and I know if I play Gaussman, I can kind of do whatever I want. Um, and like you said, he's a guy that has definitely shown um, really good stuff here recently. 3.5 XFIP, 30% K rate since the start of last season, walk rate under 7%. And honestly, outside of the top of the order, the Philly lineup isn't going to overly scare you. Um, Alec Bohm, much better against lefties. You know, DD's down in that lineup and he doesn't strike out a ton, but Singura, these guys, like even Real Muto and Hoskins, they strike out at such a high clip against random pitching. So um, I think Gaussman's in play here at 6,600. And for this slate with these pitchers, he's probably like $2,000 too cheap. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, Chase Anderson on the other side, do you have any interest in him? You know, I really don't. I mean, he's cheap, but like you said, Gaussman is 6,600. So, I mean, I don't, you know, 6,800 for, for Anderson. Not that interested. He doesn't have a lot of upside, um, even though San Francisco, their offense isn't a lot to be afraid of. Um, he's just not someone that I think we need to target um, target today. Yeah, but like San Francisco adding like Listella to the top of the order. He's a guy that gets on base, um, doesn't really strike out, walks at a high clip, like, Yaz is another guy like Brandon Belt. These guys walk at such a high clip. They work counts, and they're very patient hitters. And the bottom of the order has some power with Dickerson and, you know, even like Crawford. These guys have power. So um, big ballpark upgrade for San Francisco. Chase Anderson's a guy that definitely can strike people out, but he gives up such hard hard contact and, and power to both sides. So uh, let's talk about the Giants' bats. Anything standing out to you here for San Francisco? Well, what I really like about San Francisco is, like you mentioned, now that they have Listella batting leadoff and Belt and um, Yastrzemski, and you know they have some patient hitters, like you said. And you know, if looking at on on Fanduel and even on DraftKings too, but there are really some nice value pieces in there if you need them. Yeah, you know, obviously we'll have to see if Posey's back or not. Um, you know, he was de- he's dealing with a little bit of an elbow injury. Yaz is super expensive at 5,200, but I think if you're going to play like three of these guys, like Brandon Belt's so cheap that like he makes it easier to make this stack work. So definitely don't mind San Francisco. Like I said, it's a nice ballpark upgrade going into Philly. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of this game, the Philly side, like I don't think I necessarily want to play Philly here, but if I was going to play Philly in this spot, I think it'd be a stack or nothing because they're just so expensive. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I was kind of surprised. I think Philadelphia is rates fourth as a team for strikeouts. I didn't realize that they struck out as much as they did. And so, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think, you know, if you're going to stack them, otherwise I'm not going to probably pick out um, different plays on that team. 
All right, so moving along here, we have St. Louis at Washington. Eight total, slight favorite here for St. Louis. Flaherty against Joe Ross. Um, any interest here in Jack Flaherty? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he's someone to you, that you can consider. He's 8,500 on FanDuel. Um, the strikeout rate is, you know, just about 26%. He had six strikeouts the last two games, got the win. Um, his walk rate is up a little bit. I think it's up to nine and a half percent, you know, kind of started out a little bit shaky. Um, I would say his velocity and swinging strike strikes aren't quite back to normal, but, um, you know, I, I certainly do have interest. My biggest problem with Flaherty is the Washington lineup doesn't strike out like, yeah. you know, Turner's a low strikeout guy. Soto's a low strikeout guy. Zimmerman's back. And like, we know that he's a guy that's a low strikeout guy. Harrison even is a low strikeout guy. Like, yeah, you get down to like Robles and you get down to like Schwarber and they strike out, but the rest of the lineup's under 20% against random pitching since the start of last season. So I think the biggest concern with Flaherty on this slate is just overall ceiling. Um, right. And oh. like he just faced his team and he struck out six and had a really, really good game. Um, you know, he put up 23 fantasy points and, if he if he could do that again, like he obviously would, you know, definitely crush on this slate. So, uh, Joe Ross on the other side, do you have any interest in him? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what to make of Joe Ross yet. He's had a couple of starts. He just went up against St. Louis on um, April 14th. Um, you know, he had five strikeouts. You know, his main strength is kind of ground, ground balls to righties. So. Not an ideal matchup uh, for St. Louis, but yeah, I mean, I think 7,900, he's, you know, he's someone you could consider, but although I have more interest in kind of that mid-tier, like we talked about with Gaussman and some of those other pitchers that we'll get to in a little bit. The thing about Joe Ross is he's always been really good against righties. Um, You know, when we saw him in 2019 uh, before, I'm pretty sure he got hurt or he missed the 2020 season for some reason. I don't know. I think it was injury. I'm pretty sure. But, um, you know, just kind of looking at what we've seen from him so far this season, he's, he's, you know, getting ground balls. He has some strikeout upside. Depending on what this lineup looks like, because St. Louis is a team that they're very right-handed heavy. And where they're not right-handed heavy with, like, Carlson, he's a big strikeout guy. Carpenter's a big strikeout guy. Edmund is okay. Um, the bottom half of this lineup compared to, like, the bottom half of what Flaherty's going to see – there's a lot of upside in the bottom half of this lineup. So it might be a day that like, I just take shots on Joe Ross to potentially pivot off of Dylan Bundy. Cause I think he's going to be popular in this range yep. and maybe even pivot off of Gaussman or play two of those three guys together and just go cheap at pitcher today. So I think there's a lot of, you know, different ways that you can kind of approach this slate. Um, any of these St. Louis bats that you like here? Um, yeah, I guess if you're looking at kind of the St. Louis bats, you know, looking at, you know, Goldschmidt, Edmund, um, like you said, Carlson is, is really cheap, especially on DraftKings, um, some of those guys. So, um, yeah, those are a few guys that I'm looking at. Um, yeah, I think overall St. Louis is one of my least favorite teams on the slate because Ross is so good against righties and this lineup is so right-handed heavy. So I don't see myself stacking them on this slate. Um, and then on the Washington side of things, like, yeah, man, you could take shots on Soto and Schwarber and, and Turner, but 
you know, with the pitching the way that it is on this slate, you can certainly stack a high dollar team, but I don't know if they're going to be like my favorite high dollar team. Yeah, no, but I agree in that too. I think there's a couple other, there's a couple other teams that we'll get to later on that, that have more interest in for stacking. Uh, Tampa Bay at Kansas city, no total in this one. It's Josh Fleming against Danny Duffy. Um, any interest here in Josh Fleming? Um, I really don't. Um, what is he? 7,200. I think he is. Um, he just had one, that one start against Texas. I know he did keep the ball on the ground quite a bit. I think he's their fifth starter now in the rotation. Um, but he did, you know, he, you know, he was in, um, inducing a lot of ground balls, but, uh, I don't have any interest in him. Yeah. Um, I mean, the lineup that he's going to face here is not the best lineup in the world. And it's just, it's more of, I just don't, I don't think he has a ton of upside in general. So right. um, probably going to stay away. Just, you know, there's so many pitchers on this slate in this range that I just like, I like more. Um, so and, like, you look at the Kansas City lineup, and they're not the best against lefties, but Santana, Perez, Soler, um, Alberto, um, Dozier, even, like, Taylor, like, Whit Merrifield, like, they can throw seven solid righties at Fleming here. So, I actually think I'd prefer the bats um, of Kansas City over Fleming. And then Danny Duffy's off to a scorching hot start to start the season. Um, you know, gets a matchup here against Tampa Bay after – Pitching great against LA and Cleveland. Um, any interest here in Duffy? Yeah, I do. And I mean, he's, he's right in that mid-tier pitching range, you know, he's seven K. So I do have a lot of interest in him. You know, Tampa Bay strikes out quite a bit. They strike out 26.6% of the time as a team. Um, so he's gotten wins and quality starts, you know, in both of the games he's pitched. And so I do have interest in Duffy going up against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Like, when Danny Duffy's on, he's great. When he's off, he's terrible. Um, so I think like this is one of those scenarios, especially on like a six game slate that like you can take shots on Danny Duffy, but you probably want to have a hedge stack or two of Tampa um, as well, because you look at this lineup and like, obviously it's a juicy lineup for lefties. There's four or five guys with strikeout rates over 28% against left-handed pitching since the start of last season. So it's if Duffy's on, he can put up a really big game here. And I, I think that's kind of how I'm going to approach Danny Duffy here. Um, any Tampa bats that stand out to you? You know, I'm not really targeting the Tampa bats, you know, uh, if, if you were, you know, you'd probably, you know, you could stack and kind of hope that he has a bad game, but they're not really anyone that I'm, I'm really looking to target on, on Monday slate. Yeah. Like, I like I said, if I'm gonna play some Duffy, I'll stack this team. Um, because it's not gonna be that hard to to stack them. Just kind of look at the pricing a little bit. Like Margot is twenty nine hundred and he's probably one of the better value plays on the slate if he bats lead off in this game, especially on the road. But he is a pinch hit risk. Um, you know, so I think overall Tampa is a team that you're probably stacking as a hedge stack, um, or even like a a middle to bottom tier stack. Uh, and then on the Kansas City side, like I said, I, I think this game is a game where the Kansas City bats are super interesting because Fleming's not going to throw the ball by a bunch of these guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, you know, Solaire, for, you know, he's really cheap. Um, 
Merrifield is pretty expensive, but there, there are a couple cheap pieces to Kansas City, you know, Perez, Dozier, some of the others that you had mentioned. And so I think they're interesting too. And they, and I do have interest in them um, as a stack. Um, yeah, Santana, 4,100. I think yeah. if you're stacking Kansas City, you got to pay that $4,900 price tag for Perez. And that's against everything that I believe in for DFS. I know, but I, know <laughs> I think like with Solaire being 3,300, you're kind of swapping those guys. Um, Dozier being 3,100, like, all right, I could pay up for Perez to get him in my stack. But I don't think you're stacking Kansas City without Perez um, right. as much as I <laughs> as much don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to pay that price for him. Um Texas at LA taking on the angels. No total in this one. Ahara against um, Bundy. Any interest here in Ahara? Um, no, I really don't. Um, uh, this is what his fourth start, you know, he played a lot in Japan. Um, you know, he does have really good control of his pitches. One thing that I've noticed um, as he's played, um, but you know, angels are a tough matchup and there's a lot of good, they're patient hitters. They don't strike out a lot. And, uh, there's, you know, I think he's the cheapest pitcher on the board, um, but I don't have any interest in him as a pitcher on this slate. Yeah. First of all, they're not letting him go too deep into games. He ran into a little bit of trouble the other night um, against Tampa when they, when they yanked him out of 85 pitches. But, like, that was the first game that he actually showed that, like, he might be able to strike some guys out. So I think overall, um, I'm probably out, especially against the Angels here. Um, and then Dylan Bundy on the other side of this game, he's probably my favorite pitcher on the slate. Um, you know, Texas, they, they strike out at such a high clip. Um, you know, Dylan Bundy's a guy that can strike people out. He is kind of boomer bust at times, but I think this is one of those spots that you just, you're going to have to just hope that you get the, the boom um bundy because there's just so many strikeouts in this lineup up and down the, throughout the lineup and there's not really anybody that's scaring you yeah low and and doll these guys are 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 good hitters but man they're off to struggling starts too so i think dylan bundy is like my sp1 on this slate and you're not having to pay like insane prices for him yeah i i couldn't agree more i mean he, he's probably my favorite play too um, like you said, I watched Texas a little bit over the weekend. They had a couple of really good matchups and yeah, you're right. They just strike out a lot. There's really nothing to fear outside of Lau, Gallo, um, you know, maybe even David Dahl, but uh, yeah, I just, yeah. Give me Dylan Bundy and, and he might give up one or two home runs, but I still think his upside is, is really, really good. I think he had six, 10 and six strikeouts in the, in the first three games. So that's good, good strikeout upside. Um, yeah. And, and then like the bats here in this game, as far as Texas goes, if they beat him in this spot, they beat him in my opinion. Um, like I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, loving this spot for these bats. Exactly. Um, as far as the angels bats go, like Jared Walsh, like he's really expensive. Mike Trout, obviously he's the best hitter in baseball. He should be that price. Otani, He's been like home run or strikeout to start the season. It feels like, um, but he is, he's such, he's a good hitter and at his price, like he's in play and with the pitching, like if you're playing Bundy and playing a, a you know, one of these other cheaper pitchers, like it's not hard to stack this expensive angels team. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, getting Trout and Otani and Walsh, you know, even just doing a three mound stack and maybe getting a couple other, um, other stacks that we haven't quite gotten to yet. Um, yeah, I think it makes for a great play today for sure. Um, keep on trucking here. Milwaukee at San Diego, um, seven total San Diego is a one thirty eight favorite in this game. It's Woodruff against, uh, Musgrove. Brandon Woodruff, obviously a really strong pitcher. The San Diego lineup, a very strong lineup. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I like Woodruff. I know he struggled the very on opening day against Minnesota, but he's put up two solid games against, you know, the strikeout heavy Cubs. Um, so he's done well there. But yeah, going up against San Diego is, is, is certainly going to be tough for him. And I think there's a couple of San Diego bats you could certainly target um, against him. So I think for his price at 9K, I'd rather kind of do find some of my pitching in that mid-tier that we've been talking about. Yeah, and then yeah. Musgrove, obviously um... – he's somebody that has shown massive amounts of ceiling and like he already had that, um, you know, game after throwing the, the no hitter. So um, as far as Musgrove goes, I think this is a good spot for him because when you look up and down this Milwaukee lineup with Yelich out, it, it's just, exactly. who are you really scared of? Right. So I still like Bundy more, which is crazy. But there's a good chance that in most lineups today, I'm, I'm probably going to be trying to build these two guys together or going Bundy and cheap. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think going Musgrove and Bundy or, you know, Musgrove and, and Duffy or something like that is a really good way to go. Because you're right. I, I mean, I think the same thing without Yelich in there. There's not a lot to be scared of. I mean, you've got Jackie Bradley leading off and then you've just got a whole lot of other guys that are just okay. I mean, they can do okay, but nothing to really fear. So I like Musgrove quite a bit too even though he's the highest price pitcher. Yeah, it happens. Um, just trying to think of bats here. As far as Milwaukee goes, I don't really have any interest in them. It's just, who are you really going to play in this lineup right now? That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, San Diego, they obviously have tons of upside, but like they're so expensive for this matchup with Woodruff and this bullpen that – like they're going to have to have like a monster game here. Right. Right. Exactly. You, yeah. I, you can, you can maybe pick up a couple of bats if you want to try to get like a Machado or a Tatis in there, but like you said, they're so expensive and um, you know, you'd rather almost play them as a stack. So it, it's kind of tough to pick out those batters today. I think on the San Diego side. Um, we finished it out. The Dodgers and the Mariners. We have Dustin May against Justice Sheffield. Um, Dustin May, I think, like, Dustin May is a, a really interesting pivot in this spot off of some of these other guys, but you just never know what you're going to get from Dustin May as far as how deep he's going to pitch into the game. And he's a guy that just continues to struggle with lefties. And yeah, these lefties aren't like, oh, I'm super scared, but they're still going to be able to throw some lefties in here against May. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, Dustin May always seems like he's just a better, you know, real-life pitcher than he is for, for DFS purposes. Like you said, you never really know how deep he's going to go, how, how deep Roberts is going to let him go. I mean, he does have good control. He gets a lot of ground balls when he's pitching. Um, 
I do have interest in him for sure. Um, like you said, he is kind of an interesting pivot. Um, you know, Seattle's kind of a team that's kind of middle of the road for hitting, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think he's an interesting option for sure. Um, as far as justice Sheffield goes, like, uh, I'm not playing him. It's the Dodgers. Like, yeah, like it's as easy as that. Like, you know, we look at the lineup that we saw on Sunday against Blake Snell and, it, the the average lineup had a 216 ISO with a 365 Woba and a 21% K rate. Um, no, thank you. Absolutely. No, I mean, the Dodgers have just been phenomenal this year. I mean, they're, they're my favorite stack on the slate. They're expensive, but my goodness, they've all been, like you said, the ISO is, is a big number. I mean, they're all hitting the ball. Well, Turner is just been on fire. Um, Betts Taylor has been hitting the ball. He's hit a couple home runs the last couple of days you know, Muncie Seager. I mean, they're all just hitting the ball really, really well. So they're just a great stack against, you know, um, yeah, not a not so good pitcher in Sheffield. Uh, yeah. Like I love the Dodgers here. Obviously they're super expensive, but you know, that's where that like Bundy, you know, second mid tier pitcher kind of comes in. That's where I don't think I have to go up to Musgrove, uh, because like you can take shots on like, Duffy or Joe Ross, um, Flaherty, like those types of guys. And you can just full on stack the Dodgers here against Sheffield and just hope the Dodgers blow up in this game. And, you know, maybe you get a cheap Dodgers batter too in there to kind of throw in your stack. But with Bellinger on the IL and Lux out, like, you know, we're, we're going to get maybe Pollock at 3,100. Um, maybe Barnes catches in this game at 3,100 or they use like, um, or they wouldn't use Luke Rayleigh. He is a, he's a lefty as well, but um, you know, we'll have to kind of see what the lineup looks like, but this should be a, a really good spot. Um, and what's his name? They, they just called up Sheldon noose. Um, oh, yeah. He is like 2k, like min yeah, salary. Exactly. You, yep. you can like build a wraparound stack with him. So Absolutely. a lot of options here for the Dodgers. As far as Seattle's goes, I think they're sneaky. Um, Dustin May does struggle with lefties. And, you know, Kyle Seager has been a little cold here recently, but we know he's a type of guy that can hit two home runs in a game. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think I, I think I listened to one of your morning grinds too. You were you were talking about Seager and then he he went on a really pretty good run there. So it was a really good call. But you're right. I mean, a couple guys like that, they can be kind of scary and um they're they're interesting. And I think there are a few one offs in there that you could, or maybe just even a three man stack or so that you could stack against him. Um, any final thoughts from this one? No, just love the Dodgers. Obviously I'm sure everyone else will, but yeah, just a great stack today. All right. Let's play the morning grind game and then I'll do my super draft play of the day and then we'll get out of here. Um, six game pretty quick and easy. Um, under eight K to get six or more strikeouts using DraftKings pricing. Um, who do you like today to do that? Okay. Well, I think, I think have to go Bundy. I mean, with his upside, Strikeout upside. Taken my play. <laughs> um, that's fine. I'll go Joe Ross. I think if Joe Ross does get that right-handed heavy um, lineup, it makes a ton of sense to take some shots on him on this slate. And I think Danny Duffy would be the other guy um, that's in there. That's you know super interesting. Um, over 8K to score under 15 fantasy points. There's only four options up here. You got to pick one. Who don't you like? Okay. Under 15 fantasy points. 
I am actually going to say Woodruff. I think he kind of struggles like a little bit like he did in that first outing with Minnesota, just because San Diego's kind of got their whole lineup together. So I'll go Woodruff. All right. Um, it's kind of, I guess I'm going to go May. Like I, those, I think Woodruff is probably the guy that I'm most concerned about, but I'm going to go May. I thought about Flaherty because of the, the limited strikeouts. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Dustin May in this one. Um, over 4k to hit a home run. Sorry. Mind blank there for a second. <laughs> okay. Over 4k to hit a home run. Um, just anyone over 4k, huh? Anybody. Anybody. No course okay. today, so you can play anybody you want. Anybody. Um, I'm gonna go Otani. I think he hits one out tomorrow night. I like it. Um, I like that one. That one's kind of a little off the board. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with a random expensive catcher, Salvador Perez. Again, it's very <laughs> against my thought process as far as building DFS lineups, but I think Salvador Perez is, he's just super interesting in the spot. Yeah. And I, I would prefer paying up for him over real Muto. I think those are like the two catcher plays and, you know, Perez very quietly um, has a good amount of home runs on the season as well. So I think he's super interesting here um, under 4k to get two hits. Who's your cheap bat to get two hits today? I'm going to say, um, okay, kind of, I'm going to go with uh, Solaire for Kansas City. He's 3,300. Um, I think he's due for a couple hits. Yeah, I, I think this guy right here is probably one of the best, if not the best value plays on the, the day. Like, I'd be shocked if I opened up and I saw that Brandon belt wasn't a core play for cheese um, because 3,400 for belt in this ballpark against chase Anderson, it makes a ton of sense to play Brandon belt here. You can save some money at first base. Um, obviously like paying up for max Muncie or Goldschmidt or any of these guys is fine. But I think today's the day that you just kind of go down, you play Brandon belt at 3,400 and um, definitely, definitely like that. Um, Stack to score six or more runs? Uh, definitely the Dodgers. All right. Um, I'm going to kind of go off the board here. I like going off the board in this game. It's one of my <laughs> favorite things. Uh, I'm going to say San Francisco. Oh, I like that. I do. Yeah, that's that's a good call. Um, Let's see. Oh, any over-under against the spread money line pick that's kind of standing out to you here night before? Um, it's a good question. See here. If you have something, you can feel free to jump in. I'm just kind of looking at the. Yeah, I like the over in the San Francisco Philly game. It's an eight and a half. Um, I really like the over in that game. I think that game is gonna. You're gonna see some fireworks in that game. So hoping that kind of plays out. Yeah, that's a good call on that. Um, boy, let's see. say i don't know nothing really stands out i guess i i do like your call on that one i think you're i think you're right there's gonna be a lot of fireworks in that one so kind of tag on with yours i guess it, i think it's a good hitting environment good ballpark yeah should work out we'll see um 
so every day I give out my super draft play of the day. Um, so just kind of looking through super draft today. I think Dustin May is going to be pretty popular over there at 2x. Um, but I really like Joe Musgrove at 1.75 multiplier. I think he is one of the better plays over there. And, you know, just kind of you know, going off the theme, Brandon Belt's a 1.5x. And the other guy is Jared Walsh. Um, they still have not priced him up over there. He's 1.75 um, and by priced up changes multiplier. So um, yeah, that's going to wrap it up here for Monday. Uh, Christy, always a pleasure talking to you and talking some baseball. Do you have any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I don't. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting game. Like you said, not a lot of, a lot of great pitchers at the top, but uh, some interesting stacks and I think the Dodgers are going to have a big game tomorrow. So good doing the show with you, Stevie, as always. That's going to wrap it up here for Monday. I hope everyone had an awesome weekend. We'll be back tomorrow talking more baseball. Make sure you guys are checking out the basketball podcast as well, uh, running both basketball and baseball through April. So check that out. We'll see you guys again tomorrow.